What's up, guys? It's Jordan, the host of After the Kids Go to Sleep podcast. Just got done interviewing Scotty Graham, the head running back coach at the University of Arizona. He was a three-sport athlete in high school, an All-American for all those sports. He went on to play running back at The Ohio State University. Then he went on to have an NFL career. After his NFL career, he spent 15 years in the NFL Players Association. He had a lot of cool stuff to say. Make sure you check it out and enjoy. Uh, first question for you. Um, out of Long Beach High School in New York, I thought it was California when I initially looked it up, but Long Beach High School in New York, you were um, an All-American in three sports. Very impressive. Uh, and then you went to play for Ohio State. Why Ohio the State? Ohio State. Um, the Ohio State. The Ohio State. State. Yes, yes, that's right. The Ohio State. So why did you pick Ohio State? Just the way it felt. Um, it was just really, really, really. Um, I knew it was an opportunity to graduate from from a college that had tremendous reputation. I wanted to make sure that I didn't live up to the stigma of a dumb jock. So you know, accepting the scholarship to the Ohio State University was something that was really important to me. Um, yeah. To get a quality, it was other schools, Penn State, it was Syracuse. All the schools I chose, I wanted to make sure that the degree had networking possibilities, and obviously the degree had some value. That's awesome. That's awesome. I can't imagine uh, walking or running out as a player in that stadium when you have 100,000 fans going absolutely nuts. That must have been incredible. Incredible. Uh, first time going out, I, I didn't believe that many people were actually going to be at the game. Yeah. Growing up in New York, football is not really big. It's really a basketball state. Mm -hmm. football, we have good individuals, but I don't think the grade of football is not like Texas, not like Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. So when we first went out pregame, I was like, okay, yeah, right. It's not going to fill up. Went out to the final time, like, oh my goodness, this is unbelievable. Yeah, that's incredible. I've never been to an Ohio State football game. Um, I've watched a lot of it on TV, watched them a lot this year with Marvin Harrison Jr. and all that. Uh, truly an incredible program. Uh, they've had a lot of success in the recent years um, and back then. So that's awesome. I can only imagine what it must have been like. Um, question number two. After starting three years at running back for the Buckeyes, uh, you entered the draft in 1992. Uh, you played for the Jets, the Vikings, and the Bengals. Over your six years, I found this the most impressive thing. You never committed a turnover. What are some key tips that you would offer a high school athlete or college athletes to say, hey, as a running back, I'm never going to fumble the ball? You don't get it that many times. And the quickest way not to get on the field is by fumbling. So right. I always tell people, find what you don't want to happen. Don't let it happen. And mm -hmm. if you fumble, that's just, it's too costly. Um, right. One of the first things I tell running backs when I meet them, you're always going to be yourself and we're never going to fumble the ball. And, you know, knock on wood, thank God we've had one, two fumbles in three years. Last two years we had zero fumbles. So wow. I'm excited about that. Wow. Yeah, it's been fun. Michael Wiley just entered the draft, so that's really exciting. Um, you have Jonah Coleman in the backfield. Uh, that's a bright future. You have Speedy Luke. Um, so a really bright future. And then I believe you have, I don't know if you're able to talk on him, but you have a four-star recruit coming in. Uh, I forgot his name, but you have a four. Jordan Washington. Jordan yeah. Washington. So I that's Beach, awesome. I love these Jordan, and you got Adam Muhammad. Uh, yeah. kid. I think he broke every rushing record in the state of Arizona. That's so awesome. we're just refueling and just trying to get better and seeing what they can do. That's sweet. That's very cool. Well, I'm sure they appreciate your uh, knowledge on not, how not to fumble the football because a turnover anyway in uh in the game of football can really change the momentum of the game. Um, so your knowledge on that must be second to none um, when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's about protection and understanding his technique. If your technique's better than the guy trying to take the ball, you got a chance of holding on to it. 
if you got terrible technique and they know how to take the ball, then you're going to yeah. fumble. Yeah. How much of it is strength? Like, as far as muscular strength, when you're running like this and you have guys ripping at your arms, how much of it is upper body strength? I can't really know secrets. You know that. It's like Kentucky Fried Chicken's recipe. They're never going to tell you exactly how to do that. <laughs> if I taught you that, they would have to race this whole thing. <laughs> it's, a method, it's a method to the madness. It's a method to the madness. I love it. I love it. You spent 15 years uh, after your uh, span in the NFL with the NFL Players Association. What are some major obstacles that you overcame during your time there? Like I know now a big thing is like player safety. Um, what were the major challenges back then when you were with the NFL Players Association? It was always working conditions, hours, and wages. It's always that. Okay. So it just changes. I mean, health is important because when you're not healthy, you can't play at the minimum salary, minimum salaries. So when I tell people what we did was work on working conditions, hours, and wages, and most football players look at themselves as entertainers or actors. They think just football players. Right. Do you recognize this business? Do you realize the working conditions are important? How long right. are you working? How are you working? And what are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, what about your health? How many days do you work in a week? Well, we don't know. Uh, concussions are a big thing now. When I played, there was always a thought about concussions. Oh, you know, concussions are going to cause damage. And then finally now, you know, NFL gets sued. You realize there is some validity. Some guys are actually messed up from concussions. So health and safety is always going to be important um, for the person that's getting hit and the person that's doing the hitting. Remember, you're representing both those people, so that's a conflict. If somebody hits you and knocks you out, you know, potentially, you know, that's liability. But it's like NASCAR, though. You're driving the car. You're going to crash. Right. So as a football player, you're going to get hit, and you possibly get knocked out. Right. But yeah. those things are incredible, learning about the collective bargaining, because, again, you never understand it's a business. People always say is that. But living it every day, um, one of the proudest things, I think, for me about the Players Association, when I got there um, in 1999, I think the average salary was 114000 It's over $800,000 now for the minimum salary. And then there are actually four more teams. And when you think about that, you go, whoa, there were 28 teams. There are four more teams. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore move. We got Indianapolis back. We got Carolina, which is expansion. You got Jacksonville. You brought Cleveland back. And you got Houston, who now was the former Titans, now Oilers. So those are the teams in the Jaguars. So those teams came in. We only had 28 teams when I came in the league. So the expansion, you have what 400 more jobs um the average team was probably 271 million uh red mccombs bought the team when i played for the Vikings, 271 he sold it for like 800 to wolf so the value is real the business of football was prospering so being part of that was living that history is pretty daggone cool yeah that's awesome i can't even imagine that's so cool to be part of that and just kind of see how everything has moved along as you say um starting from you know back in the day when they didn't even wear you know helmets now that they do I'm not that old I'm the not technology that old. Yeah. the technology in the helmets nowadays is getting better and better to help prevent concussions um uh, so that's really cool that's really really cool um let's see uh just two more questions for you um you're now at u of a uh which i'm very proud of as a lifelong wildcat fan bear down um, under Jed Fish, what brought you to Tucson? And then the second part of that question is, um, your coaching staff has changed the narrative about Arizona football so quickly. Uh, what's kind of been the key points or key things that have helped or worked for you guys to change the narrative about Arizona football? I'm going to answer that with one answer, but it's going to be two questions. Okay. Culture, 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 mm -hmm. leadership, culture, leadership, culture. 
The leader is Jed Fish. He had a vision and we stayed with the vision. We're gonna recruit in-state. We're gonna develop our talent, limited transfer portal and really build a team. So that's answering both those questions with one answer. Yeah. It's about culture, it's about leadership. And for Coach Fish, four of our cornerstones is being original. And that's just important for everybody to be themselves. And we maintain an incredible staff. I mean, it's not anybody on staff that you can't name and say they're great men, great teachers that happen to be coaches. So I think he did a great job picking. Um, that's what brought me here. I got picked. You know, it was plenty of people who wanted his job. And he decided to give me an opportunity. And um, it's worked out for both of us. And it's, it's pretty daggone cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I have to imagine nowadays with NIL and the transfer portal, and then you're also managing you know, high school athletes, that has to be extremely challenging. It's about relationships. So it's not challenging, but you wake up every day to be challenged. You don't wake up every day to, to be uh, status quo. You want to get better. You have to set goals. Uh, if you set a life that you plan, you truly, if you're a planner, I am, I'm going to plan my future because I'm not taking a chance. By happenstance, it's going to happen. I'm a faithful person, but I'm also about work and work with that faith. I mean, faith without works is just faith. I mean, you got to right. work. And so getting up every day, working and developing those solid relationships is going to take you where you need to go. That's awesome. That's very cool. Thank you for that insight. I appreciate it. Uh, last question. I leave it up to you, man. Anything going on in your life that you want people to know about? Uh, maybe that we don't know. Um, anything that you want to share? Any business adventures? Anything like that? Oh, man. Just this is like Apple stock right now. University of Arizona. Mm -hmm. You want to get in now? We fit in. We're only going to get better. Um, we turned this thing around, we went from 111 to 5 to 7 to now, you know, 10 and 3. Uh, we're right sure. where we need to be. And uh, it's an exciting time to be a Wildcat and uh, get ready because we're coming. No doubt. No doubt. And I guess the most exciting part is uh, changing conferences. That must be a new challenge for you guys. It'll be exciting to be different opponents, but it's always fun. Remember, they got to they recognize us too. It's like we get to know them, they get to know us. Right, right. So it's not a situation where you have, you know, it's, it's lopsided. It's equal. Right. And that's a good challenge, going to a new conference, mm -hmm. playing new teams. That's fun. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, watch the whole Alamo Bowl game. That was exciting. Um, I'm super stoked about the move to the different conference. It's going to be weird uh, as a lifelong you know, college fan. Not having the Pac-10 or the Pac-12 there is uh, definitely a change. Um, but the new conference, new opportunities, like you say. Well, the Big Ten wasn't always the Big Ten either. I mean, mm -hmm. there are 14 teams in the Big Ten. And now they have, you know, Washington and, you know, you say like USC there. So it's constantly changing. It's the business of football. That's what you learn. It's the business of football. And constant elevation causes expansion. You constantly elevate, you're going to expand because mm -hmm. that's what business does. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know you probably have to get back on the recruiting trail. I know your running backs probably need to, you know, get in the weight room with you and get on the field. So I appreciate your time. Appreciate you too, man. All right. Have a good one. Go Cats. All right. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you, Coach Scotty Graham, for joining the podcast. Thank you for opening up and sharing some very cool information about the University of Arizona, your time at the Ohio State University, and then along with your time in the NFL and at the NFL Players Association. That was so cool, so fun to hear. We hope to have you on again soon. And until the kids fall asleep again, I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>